You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. So, ladies and Yo. gentlemen, without further ado, one of my <laughs> brothers from very, very long time, EL Representative yes, GH. My yes, sir. In the building. Listen, man, where, where have you been, first of all, bro? Yo, I, I've been I've been where, where where I am, man. I'm I'm in Ghana. I'm doing my thing, making music, mm. recording in the studio. Mm. Uh, I've been working on an album, which is out now, which is amazing. So I'm, yeah. I feel blessed, man. I've been here. Yeah. How was yes, you know? I know the last twelve months has been difficult for everybody. I always yeah. want to ask, especially with creatives that like to yeah. produce, put music out, and go out touring and stuff. Yeah. None of that has happened. How has yeah. the last 12 months affected you and how did you use it? Yo, you know me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very low key. I'm like a hermit. So I'm either in the house or in the studio or in between somewhere, man, or with mm. the family. So, you know, things haven't been really too, I mean, it hasn't been a different, like a drastic change for me personally, because yeah. uh, I'm indoors all the time anyway. Mm. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's, it feels different because it's just a different vibe. You're, you're not free to do the things that you normally could do at the drop of a dime when you wanted to. Mm. So we feel like, uh, I, I feel like there's a kind of restriction there. You know? yeah. But besides that, besides that, I've been good, man. I've been good. Yeah. Listen, my brother, um, one of the first things I wanted to talk to you was like about a decade ago, you broke yeah. into the scene and you had an amazing time shutting it down traveling into the UK and doing stuff around the world. Yeah. Talk to me about the changes that you've seen over the last 10 years. Well, music has become so much more. The first thing is like access to music has mm. become so much more. Uh, it's, 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 it's just so much more possible now to just get your hands on music and the consumption of music mm. these days it's crazy. Like, you know, back 2009, 2010, you could mm. drop a song and like tore off that one single for like yeah. months, like even years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And now, Charlie, you drop a song like two, three weeks, people are on to the next thing, mm. on to the next one, because they, they, they consume music so quickly and yeah. you have to keep up. You have to like keep releasing, keep dropping and, you know, keep coming at it, Adam to keep up and to stay yeah. relevant. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's been, uh, that's the main, that's one major change that I've seen over the, over the years, you know, as time goes on. Mm. But besides that, there's, uh, Charlie, things change. It's just a dynamic change. Yeah. I know, like, listen, bro, you're one of these musicians that has an incredible array of talent. So, Thank you. I still said it uh, about a couple of weeks ago. I said one of my favorite ever freestyles on Factory 78 was when you came through. Back to back, your freestyles right. are still iconic right. to me. You right. know, so you are <laughs> yeah. as much as a rapper, as you yeah. are a singer, as you yeah. are a producer. Talk to me about those three talents and how it all kind of like evolved and emerged for you. I, I mean, I started making music um, at, a, at quite a young age. You know, I was um, very interested in how, you know, that 
whole process ticks, you know, how it works. I remember the first time my, my auntie actually, she had a, like a, a recorder, like a voice recorder. And I remember mm. the first time she actually recorded my voice and played it back to me without me like speaking, like I heard my voice coming out of an instrument the first time. Mm. For me, it was magic, man. Like I, I, I was blown away. So from then on, I was just so, so interested in uh, how to duplicate that process and how to learn that process of, you know, music and sound and everything. So my whole journey has just been something that I've been onto subconsciously for a very long time. So I, I found myself like in London, like the first time I learned, I started learning how to produce. I got this software in London the first time to produce. And then, you know, I started putting the pen to the pad. And then even before that, my mom had like encouraged me to start writing poems and essays and all mm. sorts of things. like. So, you know, I'd say, it's been a subconscious journey for me. Like in the back of my head, I've always known I wanted to do this. Mm. So even without me realizing it, I've been steering that course my whole life. Mm. You know? mm. yeah. Talk to me about now a lot of people have been put on to Ghana for a variety of reasons, you know, the cultural yeah. aspect, the tourism aspect. A lot of people have been yeah. put on the food, the people. But mm -hmm. talk to me about Ghana and and you know, what it's like for you, how it inspires what you do, and, and just tell us about that, that great country. Ghana is like, uh, it's a place like no other, man. Most Ghanaians have a love-hate relationship with Ghana because when it gets bad, it gets really bad. And when it's good, like it's really good and you can't find that vibe anywhere else in the world. <sighs> so it's, it's like asking me to describe like uh my wife mm. like i love her but sometimes we have arguments you know what i mean Fact. Fact. it's uh it's something you can't live without for me ghana is something that i can't do without no matter where i go in this world i always cringe i always like ache to get back to the source you know mm. i try and get out of my comfort zone by traveling and seeing the world and i've been a lot of places but at the end of the day home is home man so ghana's got a vibe Ghana's got a vibe unlike any other. And I'm sure that anybody who comes to Ghana realizes that, yo, there's something different about this place. When it's, what if it's, I mean, whether you're talking about the people or the food, like you mentioned, or the overall vibe, man, it's just some magic. There's, there's, there's some magic to this place. What about that, your musical yeah. influences? Talk to me about the musical influences from Ghana that has come into mm -hmm. a part of EL that you blended with and now that you're taking from. When I was a kid, like when I was like um, 10 years old, 11 years, like from 10 to 15 about that time, mm. there was this artist who began to, you know, come into our family house a lot because he had, uh, he had uh, married or he was going out with my, mm. my big cousin. And that artist was an artist called Reggie Rockstone. Wow, that's a legend, Yo, yo. And when he would come into the neighborhood, you would hear about it like from a mile away, like Regis in the neighborhood, mm. you know? And this was the case whereby he was coming to, 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 to our house. Mm. So imagine we had the whole town, the whole freaking town, like crap, like in the neighborhood, like right where I was at. And seeing that type of influence and that type of power and that type of, you know, that, that vibe that he had, 
Mm. I always looked up to him. I always was like, wow, I wonder what it would be like to be in, in those shoes or in that position. And then was the music, man. He was a revolutionary. He, he, right. he, he right. came up with a sound that we hadn't even imagined was possible, mm. you know, in yeah. Ghana. So, I mean, experiencing that from, from that angle, looking at it, like he had a really big impact on uh, my decision to start writing and start stuff like that. But there have been other artists who have come and uh, gone like, uh, or who are even still relevant today, like Obrafo, who <laughs> also is a huge revolutionary. Um, the whole last two, I don't know if, if you guys know about last two, but last two was like, like a studio who earthed and birthed so many incredible music talents in, wow. in Ghana. I'm talking about Tiny, um, Samini, wow. Uh, wow. Kwaukese. Wow. And that whole that whole era, I was a kid, but I was going, frequenting them, just seeing all these legends coming in and out. And it was a blessing to me, man. Mm. Now, yeah. do you think that nowadays we give enough respect and shout out to some of the people that paved the way for what a lot of people are enjoying nowadays? I don't think so, man. Mm. I, I don't think we give the artists who have impacted the culture enough enough flowers, mm. you know, we don't, we don't. What, what we do, and I, it's, I don't think it's just a Ghanaian malady. I think it's, it's worldwide. We wait till they're gone. When mm. they're gone, then we begin to realize their worth. You know, mm. it's just like, God, till it's gone. You don't know what you have until it's gone. When we're like, and we start playing their music on radio like 24 seven. And we're like, wow, I remember this song. I was actually thinking about the same exact thing we're talking about today. like. We don't want to wait till an artist is gone. Then you're going to hear his radio. I mean, his, his songs on the radio. Mm. And you begin to hear all the accolades that you should have given him while he was alive or she was alive. Mm. So in that regard, I don't think we do. I think we need to celebrate our local legends so much more. Facts, yeah. facts. Now, when you came in the game, you also came around, you know, your brothers like the Sarkodiers and all of these guys that you yeah. guys, it was like a massive force that took yeah. over. Afrobeats yeah. came into the UK and shut it down. Ghana has yeah. consistently, you know, had artists and rappers that are doing very well. What's the hip hop scene like in Ghana now? Because you're a massive hip hop head. Like, how yeah, do you know. feel <laughs> the hip hop scene is, is doing in Ghana? And who are you listening to? Who should we be keeping our eyes on hmm. right now in Ghana? Man, I don't, I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I've been, I, I still listen to the cats that I list, I've, I've been listening to from my very inception, from the very beginning, man. So for me, uh, there's, a, there's a scene, you know, that's bubbling under. Mm. That's very interesting. Cool, Mary and I can, I, can, I can mention artists all day. But the thing is, I still listen to, you know, the people who actually I started with. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for, for me, it's always about staying staying true to the core of it, you know? Yeah. So uh, they are amazing talents these days. I mean, uh, Wallace is one of my favorite local artists right yeah. now. Um, Gracie Arthur is an amazing yeah. one as well, you know? So there are some interesting cats out there right now. You made, a, you, there was a time that I heard that EL was actually in the States and you spent time out there. What was that move about? And what, were you trying to- Sorry, I, don't, I, I can't hear you very well. Hold, hold on one second, okay? Okay. I think it's raining. 
that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Better? Yeah. Cool. So there was a time you, I heard that you were in the States and you were probably moving to the States or whatever. What was that trip? What was that about? And were you considering ditching the continent for, for, for the United States or America? What was that Yo, about? I, I, went to the, I went to the States to, to get away from a lot of things. You know, mm. at that time, I, I had to get my head right. I, mm. I was uh, in a space where, you know, I wasn't feeling right about a lot of things, you know, and mm. I was really down. So I really just had to get out. So I wasn't just in the States. I traveled to different parts of the world just to, you know, try and find myself. It mm. happened right after I won the Artist of the Year, which is a big, like, prestigious VGMA. Yeah, man. And for me, instead of, like, feeling like this, I was feeling like that for some wow. crazy reason, you know? So I don't know. It's something about me. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm weird that kind of way, you know? So mm. I just felt like, you know what, F it. So I just packed up and left. So um, I was on a path of, like, a journey of trying to discover... A lot of things and that's when i began to record the waves album so mm. track one on waves basically talks a lot about what i was going through mentally and yeah. uh, there's also a track on uh, waves called blow in america which yeah. speaks about my journey you know yeah. from ghana to to the states and stuff like that did you think you know there was obviously there was the there was the popular separation with you and your label at the time and stuff yeah did, do you ever think that that separation affected the trajectory of EL, how did you see yeah. that separation? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it certainly did. It certainly did because you know when you're under a label, you're being managed, so you have mm. a few, you have a lot of things that have been put in place for you to thrive and to survive as an artist. So when those things are taken away, or when you're separated from those things, it makes your trajectory a little different. Then you mm. have to like try and find your feet and reassess yourself and make new plans. So, I mean, and then and, and that process could take time, you know, it could take time for you to just be able to find your feet, like I said, and 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 re-strategize, you know. And so it was difficult for me in the very beginning because I had no idea, like, the structures that had already been put in place for me to thrive mm. as an artist and how I could capitalize on those. And if they weren't there, how I could revamp those structures, you know? Mm. And it's just me being honest. It wasn't easy for me, but it was a necessary um, separation because at, at that time, I reached a point where I just had to, just had to cut away, you know? Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Was there anything that you probably have done differently? Or if you were kind of mentor, mentoring a younger artist today, was there anything that you would have stared them a little bit better than, than how it all turned out at that time for you? No, man. Yo, at this point in my life, I couldn't be happier, man. Mm. At this point in my life, I couldn't, I, I couldn't ask for too much because, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed when it comes mm. to how far I've come in my journey and how self-sustaining and how independent and how knowledgeable I am right now. Mm. All those, all those mistakes that I've, I, I might have made in the past, and all those lessons that I've learned have made me the best version of myself that I could possibly be. So I really don't, I'm not a look back and uh, try and change stuff type of guy. Mm. You know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm forward looking and I've been forward looking for, for quite some time now. And I'm the best version of myself that I could be today. Ways, uh, West African vibes, 
Yeah. Uh, congratulations on this. This you amazing. Heard it? I heard it, bro. Yeah. I heard it. You know, I, I love, you know, instantly, obviously, I like the, the, the record where you're speaking to God, Baba Gay. I love, you know, I love the blow up in America. I love the record Thank with you. Oxlade. I love the record with Sarkodier. You Thank know, you. I, I yeah. just, for me, I think it was another album, another project that reinforces the variety of skills that you have. And that's yeah. rapping, singing, making yeah. great Afro beats, Afro pop yeah. records. Yeah, you, you can't it. imagine how hard that shit is to do because mm. you're trying to fit everything into one box. It's mm. easy to get up and say, I'm making a rap album because it's all rap. So you can yeah. you, you can line up some rap songs. Yeah. But when when you're in my shoes, you, you have to like think for different people. You have to consider every single person because I I, I can do that, you know? Mm. So it's been, uh, it's been a really interesting journey, man. Mm. Really mm. interesting. How yeah. long have you been putting this album together? Four years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when people say I've been quiet, like I'm not making waves, I'll say Yo, I've, I was making waves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, yo, I, I really, the thing about me as an artist, I don't rush nothing. I don't rush anything. If, if it's going to take a year for me to finish this beat, it's going to take a year. I don't need. I don't need to rush anything. So I took my time with it. Now yeah. with this project, I, your, your collaborations were very specific, you know. Yeah. You had the young Buck Oxley, it had the OG <laughs> Sarkozy. Yeah. You, know, you, you kind of selected them. Talk to me about making the project and deciding on who you were going to have on this album. I, I didn't decide. Like, like I said, it's, it's been four years in the making. So I have had a few of these songs for a while now. Like the track with Sarah Cody, I recorded in 2017. Wow. Thereabouts. Yeah. And I've had, we have many more songs that are in the archives. So we just picked this one and said, you know, I think this one will do well for this album. Wow. And so I don't set out to say, I want to feature this artist and I have to get this artist to be on my album. No. What I do is I just go on a journey and what happens on that journey is what I present to the people that look, this is, this is my life. This has been my life for the past, for the past X number of mm. years or, you know, for the past time. So this mm. is what I'm about today. And I mm. think that's being a pure artist to me. I don't set out to, with the finished product in mind. I just get up and create what I can, you know? How would you define waves as an album to, to a brand new listener? I would say um, it's something that, that will appeal to all your senses. You know, mm -hmm. so it's something that will, will take you up and put, put you in an inspirational, um, in a high mood and something that would, would, would make you feel somber and mm -hmm. something that will make you feel like you want to party and it's something it's 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 just a psychotic piece mm. of work mm. for me mm. that's that that's how i would describe it how so would get you, ready to go on a roller coaster how would you judge or what would be your own gauge of success for this album now this is your second album and maybe your 13th project you've dropped a lot of mixtapes in the past you've dropped a lot of eps in the past 
You yeah. know, but this is your second official album. What are you expecting from this from this album? What will be success for you here? It's my third. Third, third album. album. Yeah. Third album. <laughs> yeah, third album. Um, yo, I have I have over what? I have over 15 mixtapes. I bought Crazy. the third album. Crazy. Yeah. What I set out to achieve every day is to just reach. I mean, of course, I, I would I would want to reach like thousands, like millions of people with the album and have everybody singing along to the music and whatnot. That's nice. But you know what I like? I like those messages that I get in my inbox. And this is what I basically live for. Like I get in my inbox and somebody's telling me a personal story about how this line or this song or this verse. I know, has I know where I know where I was when I heard some. So you know what I mean? DL records, yeah. I you, you know what I mean? That, I, I have that's, those memories. That's what I live for, man. I remember I there's those. a verse by Eminem. It's a song called Sing for the Moment. And mm. in the third verse, that whole verse changed my life mm. on God. Like it changed my, I, I cried when I heard that verse because I felt like he was talking to me. You know what I mean? So when I, when I make music, I'm thinking about how I can affect somebody. Like, mm. just chook them, you know, mm. just get in there and make them feel like, yo, this has impacted me. This is going to change my life. And w that power is bigger than anything else to me. But I still want the Grammys and shit, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking, speaking about the Grammys, uh, your yeah. brothers from Nigeria have done yeah. well in picking up the Grammys. It also yeah. caused a little bit of conversation in Ghana where Ghanaian artists like Shadawali and Co have said, you know, Ghana yeah. isn't supporting the talents enough to get to that that height of selecting the of winning the Grammy. What are your yeah. thoughts about the whole situation and 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 the arguments that artists like Shatawali are putting up that maybe Ghanaians are not supporting Ghanaian artists enough at that level? I I think it's um it's just a matter of unity, man. For me, I don't. I think that's our number one problem. Everybody has a like a clique, a sect, a gang, and mixing is a problem. That's mm. a, that's that's Ghana's the the industry's first problem. There's a lot of backbiting. I remember like years ago, I I would get a show and then probably um there's another artist on the show, so they hit him up, they hit me up. I'm like cool. They hit him up and he's like, who else is on it? It's like, oh, these artists, no, no, take them off, give them, you know, it's a lot of backbiting that I've seen go on in the industry. And uh, that's not to to say it doesn't happen. Hello? Yeah, 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 I can hear you now. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you said it, do it doesn't mean it doesn't happen anywhere else. Sorry? Did you say it does, that that doesn't mean the backbiting doesn't happen in any other industry you were talking about? No, it happens. It happens. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just speaking about what I know and, and, and where I'm from. Mm. You know, where I'm from, it's, uh, it's a little challenging. I don't know what happens in other industries because I'm not from other industries. This is my industry. This is my world. This is mm. where I grew up, you know? So this, this, that's what I've seen. But I also think the quality of music mm. is another huge factor. Mm. 
more often than not, and this is not me dissing anybody or being disrespectful to anybody, but you can play, let's say 90% of the mainstream songs that come out of South Africa, Nigeria, and you can play 90% of the songs that come out of Ghana, and you will hear a difference in quality. Mm. It's facts. Anybody who has a trained ear, like the people who make the selections at the Grammy know this. So when they listen to the music, it might be a good song, but no matter how good your song is, if it's not technically perfected, they'll count it out. Mm. It doesn't count, you know? So that's how come you have um, certain artists coming out of the West and you can hear the music and I'm like, this song is whack, but everybody is on it because it has that quality to it. And yeah. that's something that you can never count out. You can't rule that out. So I mm. think once we are able to get the quality also up there, we have we 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 uh we we stand a chance. You have not only produced for you know iconic artists from the South Cordiers of this world, you've also produced for the young up-and-coming stars of tomorrow, like the Jackies yeah. of this world. Talk yeah. to me about the fresh blood that's coming out of Ghana at the moment. I think Ghana uh has some of the, the hottest young acts that are yeah, about yeah, to yeah. burst on the scene. Talk to me about yeah. working with those. And, and what you think about those young up-and-coming artists? Yo, the youth is crazy, man. I mean, what they're doing these days, I mean, the sounds that I hear, some of the music that I hear, you know, from artists like, I mean, like you mentioned, Jackie from, I mean, it's it's a vibe, man. And it's something mm. that always excites me when I hear because it's new, it's fresh, and it's a new opportunity, not just for, for, for the upcoming artists, for all the artists to get onto something new. And yep. to help them stay relevant because this is the next level on the ladder. So mm. it's like they are introducing something that's going to propel all of us to the next level. And after they also have had their time, there's a new generation that's going to come and propel everybody. And I think when that happens, we all grow together. You know what Absolutely. I mean? When that happens, we all have an opportunity in our own different rights and in our own different parts of the industry to grow. And that's how you grow an industry. It's not like one person comes and we raise that just that one person up and that person falls and then somebody else comes and we raise. I think mm. a collective effort is what's going to make us grow as an industry, you know? Listen, my brother, it's always uh, a, a pleasure to finally yes, catch up with you. Um, yes, sir. You know, you've been an incredible talent and asset to, to African pop music. And it's great to have you back at, at the top of the pile where you belong uh, with, <laughs> with, you. with incredible music, man. Waves is a fantastic project. 13 Appreciate records it, strong that people need to just go and check out. Ha, yes, like sir. you said, has absolutely everything for everybody. Where can on people it. catch you, uh, your social media and everything? Yo, follow me on Twitter. It's ELGH underscore. On Instagram, it's ELREPGH. And follow my Spotify. Those follow my Spotify. It's E.L. That's important to us artists these days, you know. Absolutely. So, man, hit me up, man. You know what it is. Listen, my brother, thank you very much for sharing this time with me. Before you go, yes, just do a little introduction and just say uh, that you're chilling with Adi Chopin. Yo, my people all around the world, Ghana, West Africa, East Coast, West Coast of the world. This is E.L. Young, Glummy the Dawn in the house from GH, and you're chilling with Ade in the building. Body, 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 body. I appreciate <laughs> you, brother. Have a yes, wonderful sir. evening, and I look forward to seeing you in the UK once the doors open. 
Yo, Adeshokwe, I'm going to be there in a few weeks. In, in like, 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 give me about a few weeks. I'll be over there, so I'll check you out. I'll hit you up. You know what it is. It's done. All right, brother. Thank you, bro. Have a Bless wonderful sir. evening, man. Yes, sir. You're listening to Adeshokwe Live, the Afrobeat podcast.